or let's turn to the final part of today's one two three show and that is uh, for a bit of trash talk this week on trash talk marcy trent long talks to nigel matravers about the we park which stands for the waste electrical and electronic equipment treatment and recycling facility Hey, Trash Talk listeners, it's time to talk about WE. You heard correctly because WE stands for Waste Electrical and Electronic Equipment. These are products that contain materials like lead, mercury, greenhouse gases, which can be really harmful to the environment and human health if we don't dispose of them properly. Luckily, in 2018, Hong Kong opened a WE park an e-waste management and recycling facility. And here today to talk to us about e-waste in Hong Kong is Nigel Matravers of Alba, who's been spearheading the facility since its inception. Welcome back to Trash Talk, Nigel. Marcy, great to speak to you again. (laughs) So it's been over a year since we spoke about the WE facility. What a year it's been. But if we look at the numbers, it seems you handled about the same amount of waste in 2019 as you did in... 2020? When we first started in 2018, uh, it was 10,000 tons in the year. And then since then, it's been around 23, 24,000 tons. Um, And this year will probably be the same. And the reason for that is that the bulk of the items we receive uh, in terms of the weight are refrigerators and washing machines. And therefore, there's obviously a regular frequency in which people uh, exchange their refrigerators and washing machines is not the kind of thing is that you rush out and say, hey, I'm going to buy a second washing machine uh, and put it in your house. Um, so it's fairly consistent, uh, but it does fluctuate uh, from month to month. Uh, obviously, April time, uh, it starts getting hotter and then machines maybe start breaking down and then people look to replace them. And there's often a spurt in uh, Chinese New Year uh, where people go out and buy new items and then it gets very quiet for the month after that. (laughs) Uh, So um, we've learned to balance uh, the uh, materials that we receive and how we um, process them. And do you but, think that uh, there's a, Nigel, yeah. do you think there's a good balance like of the refrigerators that you get? Are they ones that are really, really, you know, done with? Or are some of them ones that could have been just fixed? And maybe it just was too much of a hassle in Hong Kong to do it. Uh, we do have a, a big mix. Uh, when you look in the storage areas, and some of them are really very old, and you wonder where on earth. Uh, which museum they came from. <laughs> um, uh, but others are not, and that's really quite sad. And my refurbishment team tell me uh, that up to 30% of the refrigerators probably could still work. Uh, they've just not been cleaned. Hmm. And uh, so um, I, I think there is a mix of uh, of old uh, and items that probably, if they're properly managed, maybe uh, could last longer. Or, or be reused again. Uh, we certainly look to those items when they come in, and if we identify those that we think uh, can be repaired, then we will uh, take them off the line, uh, test them, repair them as necessary, and then we work with social services uh, in Hong Kong uh, to donate them uh, to people in need. 
Yeah, that's great. So yeah. then yeah. it's a win-win, right? You're you're helping people out and you're not just taking it apart and wasting it. So Abs- absolutely. We we uh, we we love to put ourselves out of a job, I think, by, <laughs> by not destroying everything, but uh, but the other item is that we're finding that uh, uh, the refrigerators are getting bigger and bigger. And people say, well, Hong Kong flats are very small. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the flats may be small, but the refrigerators are big. <laughs> and, I, and I think anybody that knows the Hong Kong climate uh, will realize that you have to put um, different food items that maybe uh, in the US or Europe you wouldn't put in the fridge. Uh, because it's not that hot, but in Hong Kong, everything, coffee, everything bread, can go in the everything fridge. Goes, yeah. Everything goes in the <laughs> fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do they, are the refrigerators now easier to take apart than they were even a couple of years ago, or kind of same same? Same same. Um, mm. Our key issue is obviously extracting the uh, refrigerant gases. Um, those have changed. Uh, we're seeing less of those, which are ozone depleting gases, um, but the new gases are actually got a higher uh, global warming potential, uh, 1,400 times carbon dioxide. So it really is critical uh, that we recover uh, those uh, gases and prevent them getting into the atmosphere if we're going to make a big impact on, on our reduction uh, in, in, in the environment here. Yeah. You have carbon emissions. And, okay, your second biggest most item was is washing machines. Is that it? Yes, Hong Kong people, I think, are very clean uh, <laughs> because, uh, because we process something like a 1,000 a day. Uh, so wow. our line, we operate for about 15 hours. The washing machines here are, are a mix. Um, there are some what you might call old-fashioned style, which are still liked here. Uh, these are often Japanese made, uh, which are smaller, uh, and you actually put the, the washing into the top of the machine. And in a small kitchen or flat, that, that is, is better. But we certainly are seeing a lot more, we might call European uh, style uh, washing machines, which are obviously heavier, bigger, um, and need a different handling uh, to, um, to process them. Hmm. And I think with the washing machines, the, the item that most people are surprised about is the concrete. Uh, there's a big lump of concrete in the bottom of a washing machine to stop it dancing around the kitchen. And obviously, that's one item that we want to get out. <laughs> uh, but in fact, we recover the concrete and it goes for uh, uh, construction materials. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Do you have to treat it or...? It, we, we send it to others who can crush it. So that's a big item that we try and take out. And the other one is the um, modern European style uh, with a big glass window in the front. Um, so we take out the glass. And again, that is used uh, in the construction industry for making bricks um, uh, and, and the like. So, uh, yeah, so we take, try and recover all of those. But they've, they've all got their different difficulties. Uh, to manage, but uh, a thousand washing machines is an awful lot. That and, is uh, an awful lot. And has it been mm-hmm. hard to, you know, with the supply chain difficulties, et cetera, to be able to get all these waste parts to the different buyers? Or No, 
No, that that generally hasn't been an issue um, for the output materials. Um, so we've we've been very pleased that we've, despite all the troubles of Hong Kong and then the uh, COVID situation, we've carried on regardless. And our teams have been out there every day, um, providing the, this unique pickup service that we have here in Hong Kong, where you know we will collect your item within three days uh, of an order being placed. And um, we've been carried on doing that through thick and thin. I've been very proud of the guys that do that. Yeah, that is amazing. So, you know, when they come and try to fix your washing machine, for instance, a lot of times you'll get the line, well, you for the same price as replacing the drum, you can just buy a new one. And that's kind of a little bit frustrating, I find, because if you can fix it, isn't it better to just fix it? Absolutely. I think from a sustainability point of view, that's obviously the, the, the direction. In Europe, uh, there is a move now that will require manufacturers uh, to effectively provide a repair service for up to 10 years for the um, different items. Um, and that's really good because we often find here things like the washing machines, the item that breaks down is actually the computer chips inside them. The drums rarely fail nowadays. Um, but after about five years, the manufacturers don't provide uh, the replacement uh, computer chips. Uh, and therefore the, the machines are, are scrapped, even though they look perfectly fine. So I think we would really love to see the Hong Kong government and other governments as well uh, follow the European lead by requiring manufacturers to enable their, their products to be uh, maintained for a longer period. Well, the great thing about that is we might actually be, be able to find spare parts in Hong Kong. Maybe one. Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, exactly that. It's yeah. so hard here. Yeah. You just mentioned that you do that three-day pickup, but it also, I, I think I read that you have five new regional collection centers with smart tracking and reporting systems. What, what are those? Well, the key issue is that when we come to your door, then we place a barcode on the machine, every item, um, is recorded, uh, entered into the system. We take a photograph as well near when we've picked it up. And then we can track the item right the way through the system uh, from which lorry it's on, uh, where it's, it's being taken to, and right the way through until effectively the item is taken apart. Uh, so that gives people confidence that they know that when they hand an, an item over to us, uh, it will be properly managed. And in fact, it can be tracked. You could almost ring us up, although we're quite busy. I don't encourage it. <laughs> you could ring us up and say, where, where is my machine at the moment? And we'll say, at the moment, it's sitting in our center in Kwai Chung or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but yes, for us, that's very important uh, to enable that to happen. Yeah. So it can be tracked all the, all the way through. Uh, the regional collection centers that you mentioned, Mm. Uh, uh, we've got them at Shung Shui, Kwai Chung, uh, Chun Wan, Cha Se Wan, and Chai Wan. These serve two purposes. Um, they enable us to do the local collections and then sort the material into its different categories, and then it's put onto bigger lorries. 
to be transported to um, the, the facility for treatment. Uh, but also people can drop items off if they require, and we'd be quite happy uh, to receive any of the uh, regulated items uh, just dropped off uh, at either any of these facilities. People don't often do it because we actually provide a door-to-door -door service. Um, so you can just call us up, uh, 26768888, and we'll come to your door anyway. But yeah, people are free to drop them off. And do you get most of your, you know, larger refrigerators or um, laundry machines from individuals or are they from repair shops mostly? Oh, no, mainly from individuals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, the, the service that we have here in Hong Kong is that when you go to your favorite retailer, uh, when you place your order, they'll say, sir, madam, uh, you're entitled to a free take back service. When would you like it? And the order then is placed online, comes to us, and then the day before we'll bring you up and say, we understand you've got a refrigerator needs collecting. Uh, would it be convenient at this time? And then literally come to your door, no matter where you live. Uh, you can be on the 75th floor or in a village house um, or on an island, you know, Chung Chow, Lantau, Lama, uh, we will still come to your door to arrange the collection service. That is amazing. Well, is there any other um, update that you want to give? I think you mentioned something about a, a little bit of a spike in receipts of electronic yeah, items yeah. because of the vouchers. Yeah, yeah. The, for those that are not familiar with Hong Kong, um, the uh, government to encourage people spending has uh, provided uh, spending vouchers effectively to permanent residents. And... Um, much to our surprise, I think a lot of people went out and bought refrigerators and washing machines. We thought they might go and buy TVs and computers and uh, game machines or something. Uh, so we, we ended up, I think, picking up 22,000 items in August, um, which was quite a challenge. Uh, but yeah, everything will be processed properly. Uh, but that, that was quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I think the other things that we've done since since we spoke previously, uh, is that one of the key items that we recover, as I mentioned earlier, is uh, refrigerants. And originally, we, those were just going to be destroyed uh, so that they wouldn't cause any impact on the environment. But we've now found that we can actually ship them to Singapore, where the gases are put back into the chemical industry. Uh, so not only we're we reducing uh, impact in terms of global warming, but the materials are actually being reprocessed uh, for beneficial use. Uh, so we're really quite, um, quite excited about that. Uh, and although we don't have the published figures yet, hopefully we'll soon have them, we've been calculating the carbon savings of our project uh, in the last year. And it is quite enormous. And it will certainly make many hundreds of thousands of trees or even solar panels. And it does indicate, I think, that generally all recycling and recovery of materials has a benefit with respect to carbon savings for the, for the planet and really should be encouraged. What's great about the, the e-waste facility is that it's a 
a beam plus provisional gold rating, and it also has a green coverage ratio of 30%. You have a lot more green in your photos than you did a year ago. Yeah, yeah we've got green roofs, green walls, uh, green landscape. And also, uh, since a year ago, um, we've got solar panels. Uh, we previously had solar panels for uh, heat recovery for making hot water, uh, but now we've got solar panels that make electricity. And those have been very efficient indeed and obviously helping our, uh, reduce our electricity demand. Yeah, that's great. Well, Nigel, thank you again for coming on the show and giving us the update. My pleasure. Look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you very much. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas, if you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy, Marcy Trent Long for this week's Trash Talk, speaking with Nigel Matravers about the We Park.